Welcome into the In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com for the Wednesday card, October 20th. Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keelan's Director of Wagering Development. Going to take a look at the late pick four. Uh, we'll remind you that the turf pick three starts in race four, which also begins the pick five on the Wednesday card. But we're going to start with the fifth race since uh, no stakes involved in the Wednesday card. The fifth race is a maiden event for two-year-olds going six and a half furlongs and a lot of first-timers in here. Where did you land? I think this is pretty simple. I'm going to uh, take a stand with Fan the Fire for Mike Maker. Uh, this uh, coach ran really well at Saratoga first two, first two starts, and uh, they took him to Kentucky Downs in a $500,000 juvenile mile, um, got beat by 10 and a quarter, tis the bomb, won that race and came back as one again uh, at Keeneland. So that's a, that was certainly a live race he was in. I, I don't know. He went off at seven to one in that race though. So, uh, first time on turf and, and they had tried to get this horse on turf in his debut and got rained off. They found out he could run on dirt. So he's got a 67 and a 72 buyer in his pocket. Uh, the only other horse that's run here is Twirling Blues for Ian Wilkes with a 40 buyer first time out. Among the firsters, I think maybe uh, Larry Jones is 15% with firsters for Improbable Journey. Asmussen, obviously, with Camargo, but this horse hasn't been working that great. Uh, that would probably be my second choice in here. Tom Drury is usually live here, and he's got Pancake House to six. I'm just going to – I thought this, this race was probably the easiest one to single in and I'm just going to take fan the fire and hope my pick four survives the first leg. I uh, I think if you don't do what you're doing, then you got to go deeper, which is what I'm going to do because there's some promising-looking firsters in there. And I took one of those, uh, Mask Patrol, for the Walsh Barn, 13% with first-time starters, and uh, he's done really uh, has well with two-year-olds this year. He's had some really nice-looking two-year-olds. This horse was bought at a two-year-old sale earlier this year for 310000 well above the, the stud fee, and worked in 35-3 and three, uh, last week at Keeneland. So I'm going to take a shot with Mask Patrol, fan the fires. The next one for me, uh, I'm going to take Improbable Journey for Larry Jones, a first-timer, a couple of other firsters, uh, Camargo on the Asmussen angle, and Pancake House on the Tom Drury angle. So all of those trainers are very capable of winning with first-timers, and so I'm going to go five deep in there, try Mask Patrol on top over Fan the Fire. Sixth race is an allowance event for Phillies and Mayors three and up on the turf at a mile and a sixteenth. It's the middle leg of the turf pick three, and uh, this is a high-level allowance. Essentially, it's uh, like a non-winners of four other than, and I thought about everybody in the field had a shot in here, So I'm going to take a little bit of a price, and uh, I'm going to take a maker horse in here. I'll handle the cash. This horse used to be in Raymond Handel's barn up in New York. If you uh, toss out the last race where this horse was wide against a fast pace at Kentucky Downs, her previous race up at Saratoga at the end of July was really impressive with a 91 buyer. I think she could be the controlling speed in here, and she's steadily improved for maker. And we see these horses come into his barn uh, that horses that, that run long on the turf, and uh, he does great work with them. So I'm going to try, I'll handle the cash, and then uh, Dominga for Cox, and Daddy is a legend dropping out of those grade ones, and she loves Keeneland, so got to have her on the ticket. So I'm going to take uh, those three, but I'm going to try and get a little bit of a price while I'll handle the cash on top. How about you? 
I'm going to take the other two you mentioned, and I thought I think Daddy is legend will be the favorite here, uh, dropping out of those three grade threes, and she wasn't embarrassed in any of them. Uh, she lost the four star day by two and three quarters to got Stormy. She lost the just a game at Belmont to Altica, and she lost a blowout in the first lady. That that was her worst race, but she was way out of it and got within five lengths to lead. Just really never never got into the race, hit the gate. Uh, just, I think that's just a total throwout. If she were coming in here off the four-star day with a 99 buyer, she's got to be the got. Uh, he, he, she's got to be the favorite, and I almost singular. Uh, but I did put Domingo because of uh, Brad Cox angle and Giroux and the horses. Been very steady at Ellis Park and ran Kentucky Downs last time. Didn't embarrass herself, but she went off as the favorite against Hendy Woods and Sweet Melania. Uh, got beat by six links. So I'm going to go too deep in the pick four. I, I just think this one's chalky. Uh, I think Daddy is a legend. Uh, it outclasses the field here. Three for six at Keeneland. Not what she used to be, but still pretty darn good for a six-year-old mare. Seventh race is an allowance optional claimer, uh, essentially a non-winners of two lifetime. Phillies and mares three and up on the main track at seven furlongs. Who do you like in here? I like a lot of them in here. I'm, I've got a lot of money to go deep here since I singled and we only went too deep. Um, so I'm going to take a little over half the field. I'm going I'm to take four of them. Movie Moxie is going to be the favorite probably for George Weaver, eight to five morning lineup at seven for a long race at Saratoga, where she only lost by three links. Um, this race should be similar, $62,000 optional claimer. So she's got 380 buyers in the pocket. Tipsy Gal for uh, Dallas Stewart off a uh, fairly good layoff. Rick came back at Colonial and ran really well at just seven for long distance last time out. Got beat by two and a half. Powder River for Norm Cassie and Joe Talamo coming off a, a stretch out at Churchill, cutting back from a mile and eight to seven furlongs. And hasn't run this short in a long time, but it's certainly going to be fit. And break curfew. Rick Howells seems like he always brings a, a sneaky horse over here. This one might be a sneaky horse that's getting better at the right time. The numbers are low, but... Um, from the outside with Mena, I'm just going to throw uh, break curfew in there at a price. So I'm going to use four of them. Grand Motions horse thinking, I, I could almost throw her in there as well. So if for a really thin ticket, this might be an all race. I, I don't think there's a there's a strong standout here. I uh, ended up on Tipsy Gal. I really like that last race. Um, faded to fifth, but showed speed. Had 85 buyer and stakes company at Colonial. And that was off as you mentioned a layoff for Dallas Stewart. And this horse has won at seven furlongs. And come back and look at the race in March at the fairgrounds. Um, she won off by eight and a half. So I think she's got some ability that maybe just started to click in off the break and coming back with that 85 buyer last time, which was her best. And then uh, Movie Moxie with uh, Gaffleone and second off the layoff. But she's winless in four trips at seven furlongs. So maybe she could be vulnerable on that angle. And I kind of thought one of those two would win it. I looked, I took Powder River. Uh, for my third choice in here, but I'm actually only going to go too deep when we get to the pick four. Last race that wraps up the pick four and the pick five is a maiden test for two-year-old fillies on the grass at a mile and the 16th, and I'm going to go five deep in here. Didn't have a strong opinion. I ended up taking the uh, McPeak horse, Jacasi. Um, stretching out is always a positive angle for Kenny this time of year, and the horse ran uh, you know decent in the debut, finishing fourth with a wide trip, and that's where you did not want to be at Churchill. So I think this horse uh, could 
come back and uh, on the turf uh, going longer uh, improve. Twin cause, uh, raced at Kentucky Downs and, and had a wide post position. So I'm going to uh, take uh, throughout that, that race and uh, move uh, her up with a better uh, opportunity maybe here going a uh, mile to 16th. I think there's a, a long enough run where she can overcome that post. Already charming, uh, caught a good field uh, at Kentucky Downs. California Angel won that race and came back to win the uh, Jessamine here. So that was a good group. And then uh, Hal's Dream, I'm going to throw in just on the angle. It's the other McPeak. And then the sixth, Stanley Market. Vicki Oliver's horses have run well. Uh, she only has uh, one win as we tape this, but uh, I think uh, three seconds, three-thirds with limited starters. So uh, her horses have been firing, and uh, I think Stanley Market has got a shot in there too. So I'm going to go five deep when we get to the pick four. Who do you who do you like in race eight? I think it's a wide-open race. I think we agree that, that there's a lot of unknowns here. Um I went with a, a uh, I don't even know who this trainer is, Kara Toy. Give me Mo Baby. Uh, comes off a Kentucky Downs effort where she ran a 63 buyer. Um, the horse that put his second there is Azamana Empire. That's only also eligible. That's all the way on the 15 and probably not going to get in here. But uh, didn't a great disgrace herself and was coming at the end and, and only got beat a length and a quarter in a maiden special at Kentucky Downs. So, at 61 to 1. You won't get 61 to 1 on her today. She's 4 to 1 morning line. Already charming for Brad Cox. This will draw a line through the Kentucky Downs race. Uh, really was fractious in the gate and just went off as, as the 6 to 5 favorite and didn't run a step. Cold call for Rusty Arnold, first time starter. Twin calls for Brendan Walsh, as you mentioned, uh, was wide the entire way at Kentucky Downs from 10 hole and never had a shot. A uh, horse that you didn't mention, Zambak for Brian Lynch. Uh, Brian Lynch is 14% first-time starters, uh, 19% uh, on the turf. So he's um, he's a great trainer, very consistent, and uh, this horse gets, he gets Mitchell Merle here. So outside post doesn't hurt you too bad on the mile 16th turf. I'm going to go five or six deep here when we get to pick four. I, I don't have a strong feeling, but uh, give me Mo Baby might be the, the best of the bunch here. So give me your pick four ticket. All right, easy pick four to start with. Single the two, fan the fire. Then only go two deep in the second leg, one four. With one, two, six, seven in the third, and I'm going to take six horses in the uh, nightcap, one, four, seven, eight, eleven, twelve. So that's two with one four, with one, two, six, seven, with one, four, seven, eight, eleven, twelve. And that is a very inexpensive $24 ticket on this Wednesday. And I ended up with a $75 ticket. It's funny how we restructure these sometimes. I've got two, three, five, six, seven to start, then one, four, six, then one, two, then one, three, six, seven, eleven. So five by three by two by five for a $75 ticket. Again, the uh, turf pick three starts in race four with a turf sprint. And uh, there's a Wesley Ward in there that I thought uh, you could potentially single in the turf pick three. So uh, if you're playing that bet, uh, that's uh, potentially an angle to keep the ticket cost down a little bit. Best of luck with your wagers on the Wednesday card. And we'll be back for a look at the Thursday edition of the In the Money podcast for KeenanSelect.com.